Hey, the blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes, they keep listening. Niggas love to bro up with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings, and I'm past him like the times that he's living in. Okay. Man, if you saw what I flew here, you'd be like, he's sickening. it. If you're not running some top, we're not going to keep kicking it. Classics, I keep scribbling. <clears throat> Hello, guys. Y'all know what time it is, man. I am him. He is I. My name is my name. The pod god is laying down. Yes, laying down. I'm bringing you a podcast from bed. Now, I haven't said anything in my group chat, but this is a true story. Uh, This actually happened to me in my real life. So, the reason I'm laying in bed. Excuse me. I fucking just heaved into the uh, the microphone. Now, the reason I'm in bed, right? I'm laying here, chilling, eating pizza, recording a podcast off of work. So... Yesterday morning, right, I got to get to work at 6, told my boss, like, basically in my my field of work, you have bosses, but they're not, it's a very lenient, like, if you ain't fucking up, you ain't going to talk to your boss ever. So, you know, I really, I clocked in from my phone at 6.30. All right, that's around the time they want you to get started, 6 to 6.30. I was still at my house at 6.30. He texts me, you up and running this morning, question mark? So I started panicking, right? Start moving quicker like it's going to help get me to a destination that's 20 minutes away. And I have experience in this job, so it makes it go faster. So I'm thinking I get there a little late, sleep in extra hour, 30 minutes, whatever. <clears throat> Clocking on my phone when I wake up so they think I'm there. I know that's horrible. This is it. And this is an alleged story that it's true in case they listen, right? This is alleged. This is complete. Oh, my God. My computer's about to die. Hold on. Hold on, boys. We're good. Okay. This is completely alleged now. This, this is alleged. So, allegedly, I... I clock in 30 minutes before I get there, and that is what it is, right? So, allegedly, I was running up the stairs, and I had to get my belt. I was getting my belt. And then you know those short, choppy steps you take down the stairs? You know, you're, you're going down the stairs, and it's like, you're trying to get down to her. Not like slow yeah, I did those, and y'all know my knee problems, right? Uh, my ACL issues, I've torn both my ACLs. Um, if I'm not being funny, it's taking the fun out of, like, working out and shit, because I actually have to do, like, real workouts instead of just play basketball a couple times a week, uh, which I couldn't do with COVID anyways, but I also can't run on a treadmill. It's fucking insane, but anyways, guys, my knee popped. Like, okay, so there's there's a difference, right? You go, if I, if my knee goes out, my knee goes out, it just like is unsteady and it like shifts the wrong way and it feels uncomfortable. It's, it doesn't hurt. When my knee like pops and stuff, like I re, I re like uh, irritate the ligament, it is 
I don't wish that pain on anybody. It's like this pain that makes you sweat. Like it hurts so bad. And the first time I did it, my ACL didn't hurt. But I was going down short, choppy steps. I'm not joking, guys. I fucking popped my ACL halfway down the steps, grabbed my leg. I was in midair and tumbled down the fucking steps, bro. At fucking six in the morning, Nia's in bed. And she just hears me. Guys, when I tell you that I screamed bloody murder, like, I don't think I've ever heard a grown man, a person, scream that much from pain. Like, it hurt so bad. And it was my left knee. And But I already told my boss that I was there. It wasn't like I could call in and be like, hey, I fell down the stairs. And <laughs> my fucking knee is as the size of a grapefruit, which it still is right now. Um, so, and I just started this job. So could you imagine I call in in my first like week and a half and my excuse that I call in with is I tore my ACL and I fell down the stairs. Could you imagine somebody, you're the boss and somebody calls you and says that you're thinking he's the guy that calls in every two days to work. You know, once a week, I'm sick. My grandma's dead. My fifth grandma's dead, you know? Uh, but yeah, so I started, I worked a nine hour shift, right? A nine hour shift on a torn left ACL. I'm pretty sure this shit is blasted because I've had it happen so many times in my knee. I'm not kidding guys is the size of a grapefruit. And, uh, I realized when I went up to my first stop, I got out the car and guess what, bruh. My right knee was swollen too. <laughs> I was in that bitch fucking <laughs> dragging my ass through that store like Lieutenant Dan. They kept asking me, why do you have a cart? And I'm like, bitch, I can literally not walk. My, I got in trouble at work in my first week because he said I went too slow in my first two stores. So I just told him, hey, man, listen, this morning I didn't call in. Because I know it would have made me look bad if I called in already. And I literally fell down the stairs. I literally tore my ACL, I think, and fell down the stairs. He's like, what? What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, I can't move. Like, I can't walk. And he's like, that's crazy. That's a, that's wild. And then he was like, well, just get it done. That's all he said. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then this morning he sent me a text. So you're not coming in today? When I texted him at four in the morning, no, nah, I can't come. Like, guys, I literally have to have my girlfriend carry me in the bathroom and take a fucking shit. All right. I might as well get a sponge bath later. This is fucking insane. I'm sitting here stinking. I can't rotate in bed without waking up in pain. And I just started a job, so I need the money, obviously. I mean, this is just a horrible fucking time. Horrible time for me, guys. Horrible time. And now, you know what's going to end up happening? This dude texted me and said, you know you've called in already in your first week. That's not a good look after I told them the exact same thing. So you know what I'm going to have to do, right? I'm going to have to go in there with no lower body and just work tomorrow. Like I'm dead ass serious. I have to walk in there and just fucking work. But it is what it is, man. I am Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan is me. All right. It is what it is. So, yeah, just to let you all know that I'm, I'm hurting a little bit. Uh, what else do I got for y'all today? I got the John Wall rush trade. This shit was butt. There is no winner. Like, I guess the Wizards win. 
you know, like I, uh, they got the better player out of the trade and things of that nature. I'll, I'll go over that too. Uh, AD signed a five-year extension. LeBron got two for 85. God damn. Shit, that was it two for 85? I think it was. Two for 82, something like that. But either way, he's making over 40 now, uh, which he deserves, obviously. I mean, dear God. Um, Yeah, there's not much to talk about sports-wise. I literally, guys, after I – uh, my fantasy football season was over. I'm not kidding, dude. I stopped watching football. That that Saturday, uh, or that Sunday, when I realized it was kind of over, I just sat in the bed with knee after the the Chiefs and Bucks game. I'll go over that too. I'll go over that because that, that shit pissed me off, to be honest. Um, but you know what's so weird about sports is that I got disconnected from the Bucks game like emotionally because of my fantasy football season being over. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like I didn't care about the game. It just was like, like, oh, we're going to lose anyways. Who gives a fuck? You know, and then we came back and I wasn't even excited. I was just dead inside. But that's why I retired. Uh, you know, I still want to compete, but I retired. And I'll, and I got a lot of, uh, a lot of feedback on the, uh, <laughs> the retirement speech and how I set it up and all that. So dude was telling me I should just do comedy content instead of even talking about sports, try to write jokes and stuff like that and do like a podcast uh, comedy special and shit like that, which would be cool. That would be cool. But I just like, I'm not even good at writing jokes, really. I'm a good storyteller, but a lot of the stories I would tell would offend people because it involves people I actually know and love and care about. Like the fuck. Because I've done the whole try to be a stand-up comedian thing. I've, uh, mm, how do I say it? I've sat here, sorry, I'm on Twitter again, while I'm podcasting, uh, immature guy. I kind of did the writing the jokes and all that. And the funniest story I have is about one of my friends that I'm not going to talk about. So it was. it's a funny story about middle school football. Um, so, yeah. It's a funny story. <laughs> Just thinking about it. It's very great. But yeah, man, maybe I will one day. Maybe I'll bring the, the comedy shit, you know. Sorry, I'm over here having a problem. I, can't, I literally can't move. This podcast may end early. All right, here we go. All right, not on mute. Sorry, guys. I'm literally crippled in here fucking recording a podcast, dropping shit, making sure all this shit's right. All right. But yeah, man, <clears throat> what's up with y'all today? Huh? Hope y'all are doing well. I miss my friends in fucking Texas a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. I miss my friends. Hope they're doing well. Seems like they're doing well. They're all uh, they're all happy in the group chat and shit. So, but uh, let's get into some sports, man. How about that? Let's just get into it. Fuck, I'm over here acting like I have a lot to talk about. Uh, the John Wall rush trade, I'll just cover it. Okay. So the wizards are now a playoff team. I believe, uh, what you don't know really, but I think, uh, uh, Huchimara, I think his name is, um, the rookie is going to be a very, very good player. Uh, in the future, I'm trying to look at these uh, contracts real quick, guys. Sorry, 
Uh, well, they're exact same, so there's no point. So they it just randomly popped up that uh, he got they just like a hey, trade John Wall for Russell Westbrook and a one. Or the Rockets got a one two, which is dumb from the Wizards. I don't know. It it doesn't make any sense to me the trade in that in the sense that what is John Wall bringing that Russ didn't like a extra playmaker, right? Because I think John Wall is a very good point guard. He averages like ten assists every year he plays. Uh, that and I think he's a very good passer. All that shit. I just don't think that makes them more successful in a sense. I just feel a blow-up coming, man. Like I said, I feel like a blow-up's coming uh, in Houston. They're going to blow everything out. It, I don't know. It seems as though they're getting a big contract that they can dump later on for a lot of pieces. Uh, Like a team that wants John Wall for, I guess, star. I don't know why you would want John Wall on your team. I'm sorry. I haven't seen him play basketball in two years. And when I saw him play, it's not like he was some over-the-top elite player. I've never thought of John Wall as a uh, the best point guard in the league or things of that nature, you know? I've never thought of him that way. I thought he was a dude that can't shoot. He's a very good passer, and he's only good in the fast break. He fucking sucks in the half court. So, But that, that, uh, that Wizards team is looking pretty nice. It's not like... They have, like, uh, an arsenal of weapons, but their starting five ain't bad. I would imagine it would be uh, – I'm going to get his name right. I swear it's Huchimara. Yeah, Ru Hachimura. Sorry. I was getting the – what are they called? The noun? No, not the noun. Dude, what the fuck? Vowels? Vowels and consonants. Consonants? Dude. <laughs> Consonants, dude. What the fuck am I talking about? But yeah, he <laughs> died. Journalism major, vowels and consonants. Yeah, that's totally right. I uh, see. I doubt myself, but my brain, my brain does work. You know, my brain does work. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be him, Bill Westbrook, and uh, Bertans, man. Thomas Bryant is a walking cancer, but let's look up these rosters right now. Washington Wizards. I mean, fuck, man. I bet their team sucks. Thomas Bryant, Troy Brown, Mo Mo Wagner, Gary Payton the second. He was actually so cold in fucking college. I like Ish Smith a lot. Um, yeah, their team sucks. You see, like a trade like that. Westbrook and Bill are good enough to make the playoffs to me in any conference. I know the East gets this whole like uh, these sucks rap or whatever. Um, but in any conference, they'd have a chance to make the playoffs. I, I don't see eight teams being better than them in the East, though. It's so weird. I'm like out of my element when I'm sitting up. I'm more energetic and shit when I'm talking. This is very weird. Um, I'm actually going to go check my fantasy football team. I swear to God, uh, after Christian Kirk dropped a uh, a touchdown pass a wide open touchdown pass i didn't watch the eagles game i didn't yeah i didn't watch anything um i put up 60 oh i'm projected 66 i'm going to go look what i put up last week i don't know what happened 
I didn't watch the Ravens game. I uh, I watched the highlights of it, and it was really cool to see RG three kind of kind of flash uh, show some flashes of his rookie year. Um, sorry for this being a boring pod, guys. I literally have no energy. I've been taking fucking pain pills all day. I put up sixty seven point nine last week. This was the biggest biggest downward slope in fantasy history. Like honestly, I've never you couldn't couldn't write a, a better script than this, you know. It really did humble me. Um, yeah, but I hope y'all enjoyed that uh, that retirement speech, shit like that. Uh, I was laughing. Nia, by the way, <clears throat> she y'all know how long it took to get her to not fucking laugh, guys. <laughs> this woman would get to what are you gonna do? <laughs> And start chuckling. And she could not get it together. Um, but it was a fun time having her on the pod. The thing was, the first time we recorded it, I wish I had the editing ability. Uh, she kept laughing. And my responses were way longer. Like, the interview is probably six minutes long, but it was only two minutes on there. Um, but, yeah. It was it was a good time recording that, man. I thought it was really funny. And, yeah. Just fun to do, man. Obviously, uh, I'm retired from fantasy football. We'll see if I return. Uh, to be honest with you, I really when you lose like I lost this year, um, it to the it wasn't like it was a three week thing. Like I was balling out. It was seven, seven, seven week, eight weeks. I think it was like eight weeks of pure domination. And when you go, I. I think that I've realized in fantasy football, there's red flags, right? So I'm putting up 115 and I'm losing in a 12-man standard. Uh, I'm putting up 118 and I'm losing 126 to 118. Like, that's a red flag. You're like, yeah, I got the points, though. But you lost. Like, how am I losing weeks? I'm losing the people's season highs. At the beginning of the season, I was losing the people's season highs. I lost a week to Drew or something where this dude's team hasn't put up over 92 the whole season, and he put up like 126 on me and had 119 or something. It's like you can't make this up. So I was 3-3 and or 3-4 and after being first in points four in the entire league or second in points four, one to to two. So I was top two in points, and I was third in the division. So it just kind of, I don't know, it was weird. In the last couple the the thing that I had on my side, sorry, I'm over here rotating this mic, my arms are getting tired. Um, the things I had on my side in the past were things like um, not having injuries. Now I have injuries. I uh, didn't use a lot of waivers. I was worried about the waiver limits. I didn't want to pay for a league I was going to uh, lose. And it ended up being 20. I thought it was 15, so I was being all careful. Or I literally, I swear on everything. I, I didn't know it was uh, 15. You can ask Chris. I texted him. I thought it was 15, so I didn't make the move to take DJ Dallas out when I should have. I didn't want DJ Dallas out there. You know, I didn't want I didn't want to use him. Uh, I was a believer in uh, Tormaine Pope, though, which is hilarious because it's fucking Tormaine Pope. I don't even know who the fuck it is. But he had 16 touches. But... You know, it happens. Uh, I know I'm very good at drafting, if I'm being honest. Like, my draft went amazing other than taking Le'Veon in the fourth round. 
because I, I believed in him, and some for some reason I believed in the Jets. But other than that, my, my draft went completely flawless. Uh, I got exactly who I wanted, took the Ravens D early, their top three defense in fantasy, shit like that. I mean, it is what it is. You lose some, you win some. But, uh, yeah, back to the Rockets, uh, they stink too, all right? I know I'm going to fantasy football shit. I don't know why I keep talking in a country accent. It just keeps coming out of me. I talked to my mom earlier. Uh, if you don't know who my mom is, something about talking to that woman. She's like, baby, how are you doing? And then she talks like that. And then my country accent for real, like, pops out. Like, it just starts coming off the tongue like molasses, bro. I'm telling you. So, um, yeah, man, it sucks. I, I really did want to. Because, one, I, I need the money. It's a fucking fat-ass lump. So, if you didn't know, I don't know if I said this on the pod. The buy-in for this league is 350 bucks. It's not like people think bu- buying in. I didn't realize this. Like, I'll ask people at work to make good money. Like, they're my bosses. And they're like, yeah, I paid a lot for this league. I mean, I paid $100. And I'm like, bruh. I paid 350 and the winner gets almost 3 k Like... It's it's a big lump sum. That could pay some bills. That could give me a house, apartment, shit like that. Drop the deposit down. Like that. I wanted it bad, but it is what it is. I mean, I was hurt for a little bit. I really don't care though. It's not I'm over it now, but I was hurting there for a few days. Uh but now we're on a basketball season. Um, you know what? Fuck it. At the the back end of the pod, I'll give my expectations for this year for the heat too. I'm just Going off here. I wasn't even going to record today. Uh, Landon hit me and said, hey, yo, you're recording today. And I said, uh, sure. I recorded and he goes to work. And I did. So, yeah. But back to, to the end of the discussion about the uh, the Rockets-Wizards trade. I wouldn't be happy on either side. It's not like I'm like, ooh, yeah, amazing. Dude, they found a team to get rid of John Wall's contract. And it happened to be for a guy that has the exact same contract but now they don't have the worst uh the worst contract in sports arguably it is to me the worst other than Al Horford and I don't know if Al Horford's uh worse than John Wall not as a player as a contract because dude John Wall is coming off a huge left heel injury that kept him out that I thought he had two Achilles uh tears but and maybe he, I swear, because I read an article on his uh, injury history, and it did. I swear he tore two Achilles. I swear he came in fat, uh, was out for the whole year because he tore his Achilles, and then he came back fat, and then uh, they said he tore his Achilles again. I could be wrong on that, but I'm sure I'm not. But when I read the report, anyways, when I read the report, it said he had a left heel injury that kept him out for like six months, and then he tore his Achilles. When he came back out of shape. So, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work out <laughs> well for the, the Rockets. I think um, I think they want a primary ball handler to take the pressure off Harden. And they're going to try to run a new offense and things of that nature. Ah, man, try to do what you will. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they get John Wall and they trade him off. But I don't think you sit here and try to make a trade for John Wall for this long and not want him on your team, right? Uh, so they got Boogie hurt, always hurt now. Poor guy. Like, Boogie is, other than Joel, 
like Boogie had the potential to be the best center of my generation, and he probably still is. Um, like Tim Duncan's considered a power forward. I think he's more of a center. I think he is a center. Uh, but he's listed at power forward. Like there was nobody in the league better than Boogie at center at any time when he was playing. Like nobody. Boogie was Demarcus Cousins was twenty seven in thirteen every year, bro. Go look at, go look up his highlights, man. Like this dude was a seven footer that could run the floor, dunk on people, shit like that. Uh, it was he was fun to watch play. I'll tell you that. I mean, he, they weren't very good, but that's why I don't like when good players get drafted to the Kings. Like I'm glad De'Aaron Fox ended up uh, balling out. But that is a place, it's one of those places where careers just die, man. Like, you have no chance to get your career going out there. So, but yeah, that Rockets team, fucking, it is what it is. They lost Robert Covington, one of their more, uh, see, I'm yawning and shit. I'm in the dark. I can't even get up to turn the light on. I mean, I could try. You know what, guys? On the mic right now, I'm going to put my laptop down. And we're going to see how long it takes me to get to the light and back. I'm not even joking. Here we go. Ugh. Take off the blanket. All right, here we go. Y'all count. Ugh. Yeah. Fucking bitch. Oh, fuck, dude. This is insane. Ah. Ah. I'm walking. All right. Okay. Fuck off, dude. Uh-uh. I'm burping. Okay. How long is that? About 40 seconds? Dude, I'm not even kidding. This bed is two steps from the light. It took me seven. Uh, the pain, guys. <laughs> Y'all know that that's... I felt like Peter Griffin on the episode of uh, Family Guy where he falls down the stairs and like, breaks his fucking neck. <laughs> he just tumbles down. All his fucking limbs are, are gone. Um, but yeah, see the light came on. I'm more energetic now. I'm chilling. I need some coffee. Uh, if you think I'm risking going down those stairs again, you're a fucking maniac. You're going to tell Nia to bring me some coffee. Maybe the second uh, hour of the pod with some coffee in me, you know, the next 30 minutes. But, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, uh, after this ad break coming up, I'll, uh, I guess I'll talk NBA, the opening night games, right? Um, and then I'll do the Bucks. Uh, or, you know what? I'm going all basketball today, guys. I'm sorry. Like the NBA is my baby. And to be honest with y'all, if I'm going to keep it really, really real, I think I might have to morph this into a pure basketball podcast. And it's not because I don't know a lot about football or things of that nature, right? It's not because of that. I know my shit. I think football. There's so many moving parts in it. And I'm much more of a fan in basketball than I am of football. Uh, I love the NFL, obviously. I watch that shit every Sunday. I bet on it. Like, everybody loves the NFL if you're a sports fan, in my opinion. But it's so much easier to keep up with the NBA. And I'm just, like, better at – like, for the NFL, I don't know how to explain it. I'm way better at coming – I'm going off the top of my dome, like, freestyling on the NBA rather than the NFL. Like, I'm not kidding. The NFL is insane. A dude you think has, uh, he's like practice all week, stuff like that. I start talking about him on the pod, and then out of nowhere, oh, he rolled his ankle and he's out, and I didn't look it up. So everybody's like, no, nah, he didn't play. 
Or like, no, nah, that dude got traded a year ago. I'm like, the fuck when he get traded? I just saw uh, Bradbury play for the fucking Panthers, no? I saw number 24 corner out there. I saw him. Like, no, bro, he plays for the fucking Giants now. Because I was sitting here, and I was watching the Panthers, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, where the fuck is Bradbury at? He was a good corner, and uh, Mike Evans used to fuck him up. And then I fucking forgot. Like, I remember, it's was like, oh, shit, he did leave. He went to the fucking Giants. He's, like, balling out over there. So, it is what it is, but I'm going to sit here and contemplate. I think that I will always have fantasy football content and things of that nature because fantasy football is just, like, my thing. And gambling is always my thing. I'll give my playoff picks, too. You know what I mean? It's just, like, me trying to come in day in, day out, speaking football probably ain't my swag. I'll give my playoff picks, who I think is going to the Super Bowl, who's winning it, all that shit. But other than that, I don't know, man. I may have to stick to my stick to my strengths. You know what I mean? Don't stretch myself too thin, man. So, uh, backside of the pod, heat expectations, opening day games, Christmas day games. Who do I think is going to be MVP? We're going to go down do awards. Fuck it, I'm going off on a on a whim here again. I'm doing that. I'm giving my preseason awards out, uh, and I'm not picking Aaron Gordon for the seventh year in a row to win most improved player. All right? So, I will see you all in about 50 seconds after this ad break, guys. Just wait on a little bit. Wait up. All righty. Got my coffee. Watched a couple episodes of New Girl. Um, my girlfriend came home to feed me. Nia's been waiting for this, our whole relationship. Waiting to take care of me because... She thinks I don't love her, you know? You know, let, let me take care of you, and and I just want to feed you, and I want to wash your ass for you, and I want to wipe your ass, and I want to shower with you, and I want to scrub your body for you, and I don't want you to do anything. I want to carry you to work on my back. I'm like, I'm a grown man. You just hate me, don't you? You don't ever want to hang out with me. We live together. Like, see every fucking day. <laughs> I see you every day. For like nine hours, ten hours. I see you all day, every day. You know? How much more could we literally possibly hang out? You know what I mean? Our off days are uh, are synced up too, which is awesome, by the way. If you ever have a job, like most people out there grown up and they're lucky because they have like uh, my friend Chris. Um, he gets like short days on Saturdays, I, I believe. So it's like, that's cool to have. You know what I mean? And then you get the whole weekend off and you're chilling. People like me who don't have real grown-up jobs, really, you know? I get two days in the middle of the week back-to-back, and now me and her are synced up. It's fucking cool. We get to hang out all day. You know what I mean? Uh, well, three days, really. Like a whole night would get, if we want to get some wine or whatever, have some wine, uh, maybe take our clothes off. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Go skinny dipping. I, yeah, we don't have sex. Wait until marriage. Celibate. Celibate. I'm not celibate, unfortunately. I wish I could take all those memories back, to be honest. All those horrific memories I have of sex. Anywho. But yeah, women women claim they can't they can't hang out with you. You don't hang out with her enough and they're under your same fucking roof, you know. Ah fuck, I just drank coffee and it burned me. I have a leak in my lid. All right, all right, Jesus. If you hear background noise, by the way, people may be commenting on my podcast through the window. 
Uh, I had to open my window because it's it's a little bit cold. It's a little chilly in Louisiana right now. But it's so fucking hot in this bedroom, and I literally don't know why. I think it's because we have so many electronics running, you know, all the time. She's always on her computer. I'm on her phone, charging up, all that shit. Xbox is running. Um, But, yeah. Oh, talking about wine and stuff, guys. I haven't drank in multiple weeks. Like, ever. Like, I haven't even touched alcohol in forever. It sucks. But I also realized, like, alcohol doesn't. When I drink a lot, it doesn't do it for me, you know? I'm not saying I'm gatewaying into, you know, crack and heroin and shit. I'm just saying, like, my I don't get drunk when I drink, if that makes sense. It's like, I always have to have, like, one or two too many where I'm, like, slurring, and that takes a lot for me. Uh, my friends will tell you, I promise you, they... Like, I don't act totally different when I'm drunk. I'm pretty much the same guy. A lot, like, my eyes don't go. Most of my friends' eyes glaze over like a nice Shipley's donut. I'm telling you. These fuckers' eyes get glazed over, and they turn into a different man. They have superpowers. I don't know what happens to them when that happens, but most of my friends get the glaze over, and then they're out. It's not that person anymore. He is a different person, you know, I don't get that way. So I don't know. haven't been, I don't smoke weed either really, you know, uh, I'll get a little high every once in a while, but yeah, just like my vices have really gone down, man. Like I don't even gamble that much anymore because I was losing so much on the NFL. I will come back with the NBA though. I'm coming back and I'm gambling heavy, uh, heavy, going heavy, heavy on gambling for basketball. And there's, there's, a, I have like things that I, with NBA betting, like every Dallas game, you bet the over, unless it's like 250. And it can still get to 250. That's the crazy part. So most of the time, you got to bet the over. But this year, I'll probably go under on their games. I'll probably go under because they're getting defenses. You got, in, in my, in my experience with gambling in the NBA, you have to, it's like DraftKings, right? It's like DraftKings in real life. You have to take advantage of the early season because there's a lot of people that are assumed to have heavy offenses and they haven't taken into consideration the offseason moves, things of that nature, or teams that they think are way better than they actually are. A lot of shit like that. You have to take advantage of the early season or just take advantage of the Sixers on the road. (laughs) Those motherfuckers, I am not joking. I have to. Next podcast, I'm going to go look up my MyBookie record. And I will write down, and I'll give you the real record. I'm telling you, I was over 50% wins easily. Uh, But my main bet, I'm not joking. Me and Chris talked about all the time. Every time on the road with the 76ers, I didn't give a fuck if it was the Knicks. The Knicks. The Hornets. These horrible teams, they are not going to cover a eight-point spread on the road. They just don't get hype. They just don't care. Like Ben Simmons against the Knicks will have like 12 points, six rebounds, and four assists. Just chilling. Joel plays, doesn't do that well, things of that nature. As I remember watching in my apartment, I'm like, yeah, I have you all not covering today. 
And Chris was like, yeah, we're not going to. They were playing the Hornets away. They were seven-point favorites. They lost, I think. I think they lost to the Hornets or won by like two. It was insane. Uh, but, yeah, so getting into these awards, right? I'm not going to do the All-NBA teams yet. I feel like that's a an award for the end of the season and a prediction-based thing. You know, like, ooh, how they played this year. You can't predict that because injuries can happen, things of that nature. But I can tell you my rookie of the year, my MVP, my most improved player, and my sixth man of the year. Okay? And my uh, DPOY defensive player of the year. So, we're going to start out from, like, the least important. They're not unimportant, right? They're not not important. Okay. So, most improved player awards. So, I have a little sleeper in here that people probably aren't going to talk about. Um, I don't know. I... My pick for most uh, most improved player is SGA Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think he is he's going to have a Chris Paul number season or higher points. I think that that offense is going to revolve around him with no Danilo Gallinari there, things of that nature. I think he's going to go out there and he's going to average twenty plus, nine assists, six rebounds, and shoot forty percent from the three point line. Like, I truly think that uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander will probably make an all-defensive team as well. Um, a sleeper pick? I have two sleepers, actually. And one is, both of them are kind of out of bounds, but not really. The first one that's way out of bounds is, uh, I'll say it, and I don't care. I'll say it. Markel Fultz, man. Markel Fultz. And you're like, what is he talking about Markel Fultz for um this guy last year like fuck the whole like jump shot thing and all that he's up for a bigger role in Orlando he just is this dude played 72 games did not get hurt he played almost 30 minutes a game averaged 12 points a game 47 percent from the field and five assists I think he can take a leap. I truly do. He he was very underwhelming in in Philly. But we also have to realize that before he went to the Magic, he only played in 33 games. Like, this guy has 100 games played in his whole career. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this dude has barely played a whole season of pro basketball. And he was the number one pick. Do I think he's going to live up to the number one pick? Hell no. But I truly believe he takes a leap, man. He's only 22 years old. People forget that. I bet Markel Fultz is in this league a long time and will become a very good player. I guarantee it. I guarantee that. Am I saying he's going to be an all-star? I don't know. Maybe once or twice. You don't know. But I guarantee he will be. he will be one of those guys that has always been on it that's always on a team you know like i think tim hardaway jr is gonna it's like like guys like that that will uh iliasova or saw viliasova i think his first name is like guys like that always have a spot because they're just consistent players i think markel fultz is a very good defender he's a bigger point guard not in uh uh well height to you six four but i think in stature he's pretty damn big um 
I don't know. I just I see a good future for this guy. Remember, once again, this is first time he's played a whole season. First time he played 72 games, bro. I promise you he's going to get better. So, uh, oh, and another sleeper I have. Who, buddy? It's like a sleeper, but not, but it is because he's he's a very good player. It's like when Luke is in it, Jalen Brown. Right? You're like, how, how, how? I don't know if y'all remember this, but against the Heat, Jalen Brown would have the most unimpactful great games. Like, Chris is over here screaming the gap between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown isn't that wide. He is so wrong. It hurts me that he thinks that. Like, I respect Chris's opinion. I really do. And we all have takes that are just uh, borderline, how do I say this? Um, Borderline mentally disabled. And that's okay. All right. He may think that Jalen Brown... I don't know what he thinks. <laughs> like Jason Tatum, you can put him on any team and he's going to get you. By the time Jason Tatum is 27, he's going to be averaging 27 a game. Like he's that dude. He's going to be averaging that type of number. You know what I mean, but it just seems as though it's all a line for Jason Tatum to take this ginormous, like jump in 2021. Right. It's a, uh, like last year, he was insane. Averaged over 20 a night. He shot 48% from the field, 38 from three, 70 from the free throw line. I bet that percentage goes up the, the free throw line percentage. And Gordon Hayward is gone. He become like, that's what I thought he was. I, I think I spoke on this in a, another podcast, how Gordon Hayward wasn't holding people back per se, but he was because there was this weird connection. It's, like, I don't know if you if y'all knew this. Brad Stevens has known Gordon Hayward since he was in middle school. So we're talking about 16, 17-year relationship here. We're talking about a guy who recruited this guy since middle school, all through high school, got him to a national championship, two of them. No, no, I think Gordon Hayward left. But Gordon Hayward got to a national championship, almost had a half quarter to win. You know what I mean? Against Duke, I believe. Um, and then I think they lost to the Kimba team. Oh, also, I've been watching a lot of college hoops, so I'm actually proud of myself. I've actually been pretty dedicated to that. But, yeah, I just think he's going to find a way to be – he's definitely going to um, definitely gonna make an all-star team, I believe, which I don't – he didn't last year. I know he didn't last year. Uh, it just – so what I was going to say was – sorry, you know, y'all know how I do. I bounce back and forth. What I was going to say was about the Heat series, those impactful games. You would look at the stat line after the game. Uh, we went to the bar. We went to the Eagles Nest, good old Eagles Nest. Jalen Brown, I'm guessing here, Jalen Brown game three. Was it game three? When we made that massive comeback almost? Uh, versus Heat. Um. Let's look. It's going to be on their game log, you know, because <laughs> we fucking put them out. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think that he has potential to get there. I think he can 
make that most improved leap, but he's so good already that he won't get the award. Like I like look at these games that he had. This is the series against the Heat. He was insane. Holy fuck, he was insane against us. I'm going to game two. Look at this. Game two. He shot 57% from the floor, 50% from the, the three-point line. Had 21 points, six rebounds. The next game, he shot 65% from the field, 50% from the three-point line. Had 26, seven rebounds, five assists. The next game, 57%, 21 points, nine rebounds. The next game, 52%, 40% from the three-point line, 28 points, eight rebounds. The next game, 60% from the floor, 43%, 26 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. So you hear those numbers and you're like, damn, that is a top-tier number two, and he is to me. Like, overall, I think it's hard for me to say that he's better than Kimba, but a two-way player like Jalen Brown to me is better than Kimba. Because Kimba, by the way, was choking his dick off in the fucking playoffs. Let's not get it twisted. In low-key, so was Jason Tatum. That's the difference. Like, Jason, like, I never see a Jalen Brown game, and I'm like, uh, where he does, like, if Jalen Brown plays bad, his stat line's going to show it. If Jason Tatum plays bad, he's still going to have, like, 26. You know what I mean? That's that's what makes you a great player to me. Um, But Jalen Brown became this spot-up shooter, which is cool, I guess, but... That's not how you use a guy like that. And I honestly believe his assist numbers are going to go up, too. He averages like two assists. I feel like he's going to have the ball in his hands more. And bold prediction here, I think Kimball Walker gets traded. I think Brad Stevens' system is not built for these ball hog point guards. People forget, like, Terry Rozier got them their deepest playoff run. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. Terry Rozier was their best point guard. They that fit into the system. Isaiah Thomas was fucking balling. Kyrie is Kyrie, but he played like shit in the playoffs. I just feel like his system is not meant for a ball hog point guard. And Kimba Walker was that game six. Kimba Walker was out of his fucking mind for doing what he was doing. Um, so that's the most improved player. Six man of the year is going to one of the Lakers, man. Unless Lou uh gets it. It's going to go to Dennis Schroeder or uh, Montrez Harrell, who were both first and second in the running. So, I mean, that's pretty obvious. I have no sleepers for that award. It's kind of the six-man award is almost the easiest award to pick every year, mostly with Lou Williams in the league, right? Uh, it was been, it's been pretty easy. Jason Terry, J.R. Smith, James Harden, like these are obvious choices. But I will say if Goron or Tyler, whoever's on the bench for the Heat, bias no i don't think so i think we have the narrative shift as well which people don't bring up in awards but uh most of the nba awards are all about narratives uh now the heater on the map and people said we shouldn't have been to the finals or whatever the fuck they're saying because they're fucking dumb and don't know basketball as we literally beat most of the elite teams in the nba during the season except the lakers so i don't get what they're saying and jimmy we were once again we played the clippers up by eight, Jimmy fucks up his ankle, and then he was out for the rest of the game. We ended up losing by like six. So don't care. We had a fucking undrafted rookie guarding uh, Gabe Vincent, guarding fucking Kawhi Leonard all games. So stupid. But yeah, 
things like that. It's all about the narrative shift. But yes, yeah, six man of the year, Trez, Drogic, Slash Hero, and Schroeder. And I think it's hard, but Schroeder and Montrez, bro, they're going to be the new Lou in Montrez, but in the different LA uniform. And I believe they're going to be much more efficient in that uniform because, like I said, imagine this lineup on the floor. Dennis Schroeder, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Montrez Harrell, and pick a shooter. And you're like, wait, Hunter, Dennis Schroeder and LeBron. Dennis Schroeder is different than any other playmaker LeBron has had on his team in a long time. LeBron has never had a legit scoring point guard, like, in how long? You tell me, Mo Williams? Like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? Obviously, Kyrie Irving, I'm talking about a role player, okay? That can come off the bench and ball. So, and when that happens, we don't get this whole LeBron isn't good with point guards, whatever the fuck. LeBron can't have a second playmaker. He's playing with fucking Rondo, you idiot. God damn, every Rondo three in that fucking final series. I'm not joking. I'm not kidding. Every Rondo series in that finals. Every Rondo three in that final series will stick with me for the rest of my goddamn life. Those threes hit different. I'm not playing with y'all. Y'all don't get it as a fan. We're like, yes, Rondo shooting is so flat. Ah, we're good. Like, you know, it, like at the wreck, I have a rule at the wreck. I don't guard you until you make three in a row. Rondo made five in a row. <laughs> like, fuck. Put a hand up. Shit, dude. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. Uh, Rookie of the year. So most people are saying James Wiseman. Uh, he is the most NBA-ready prospect. Uh, and I think they will have success. You know what I mean? I think they're going to have success. I think the most statistically like uh, loaded person is going to be LaMelo Ball. So I'm picking LaMelo Ball for rookie of the year. Uh, James Wiseman is going to help them so much. I can't imagine. It's, it's going to be a weird dynamic with him and Draymond down there, though. You know what I mean? Because Draymond is not that good of a shooter, man. He's just not. But with his uh, high-low action and him passing the ball well, I think James Wiseman will be just fine uh, scoring and shit of that nature. Um, but I do think that LaMelo Ball will have a statistical advantage more than anything. So, most... Oh, another person I think is up for most improved player, by the way, are people that are coming off injuries. I swear to God, if Steph Curry's up in there, I'll be pissed. But John Wall, I just shit on him for a little bit. I think he could win most improved player if he comes out and, you know, balls out, by the way. Uh, okay, defensive player of the year, biased alert. Woo, woo, woo. Biased alert, biased alert. Bam, out of bios winning, okay? Now, once again... The narratives, things of that nature were coming into the – so last year they predicted the Heat to be like the 7-8 seed preseason. Now they're predicting us to be like the 3 seed over Philly. And people – like I don't even expect that shit. Uh, but it may happen, you know. What if Duncan Robinson starts coming out here just dribbling and shit like Steph Curry and started? If I see Duncan Robinson hit some off the dribble threes, I literally will just go – Go reserve uh, seats at the finals arena. Um, but, yeah, obviously, the the NBA, they can talk shit. The old heads can talk shit. But I want to see the old heads score on people like Bam, 
Giannis, and Anthony Davis. Those are my people. Rudy Gobert is always in there, but I fucking hate Rudy Gobert. I think he's the most useless, overhyped player in the I'm sorry, man. He's a fucking statue. He's a chef kiss Hassan Whiteside. Remember that. I've always said it. Hassan Whiteside with a chef's kiss and non-toxic other than his toxic spit and sneezes for when he was giving COVID to everybody, okay? It's fucking absurd why he's... I don't get how he even won it because he's like a sinner and he blocked... That's so dumb. So dumb. Uh, but yeah, I got Giannis, Anthony Davis, and Bam, probably my final three. Um, interesting stat. There hasn't been a uh, guard win a Defensive Player of the Year award since Gary Payton in 1995. So it's going to be a small forward to a center. Power forward, small forward, center. That's all it is. That's all they're good for, you know. Um, and I just think our team defense, like, guys, our team defense this year, adding Avery Bradley is about to be off the fucking charts, man. It's about to be off the charts. Uh, but, yeah, I think Bam's going to win it. And that's that. Go Heat, motherfuckers. And then the MVP. Giannis is not going to get the MVP this year. I'm telling you from just knowing how this shit works. James Harden ain't ever going to win MVP until he wins a championship. Uh, he's not going to win another one. Giannis Antetokounmpo ain't going to win another one until he plays, until he wins a fucking championship now. And here comes Luka. Luka's winning this award, man. It's really, to me, it's not going to be that close. If he can stay healthy, that's the only thing. He has health problems bad. He has very bad ankle issues and things like that. I think this is another chance for LeBron to actually get MVP. Every year is a chance for LeBron to get the MVP. Uh, Anthony Davis is my dark horse along with Dame Lillard. Uh, I think Giannis is just out of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I just don't think with that, that little gray cloud hiding over his head, he can do it. Okay? So that's what I got. Most improved player, Shea Gilgis Alexander, MVP Luca, uh, Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball, Sixth Man of the Year. Didn't really make a pick, but I'll say Drogic slash Hero because I'm biased as fuck. And the most improved player, I already did that. Yeah, and Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball said that. Defensive Player of the Year, bam. Yeah, all right, we went all over it, guys. Good job. If you have a question for me, why I pick the guys, y'all know. Text me, tweet me, whatever. Now next, I'm giving the previews to the games. Uh, it's not going to take that long, guys. And I've been on here for an hour just rambling, talking bullshit. But I'm about to cover those games probably 10 to 15 minutes, man. So I'll be right back with you. God damn, man. New Girl is so fucking good. Um, next podcast, man, I'm going to start doing different weird content. Like I'm going to give y'all, so I'm not a movie watcher next podcast. Like for like forever, I'm going to have like a top five list for something. Okay. Um, oh, and don't, don't be scared guys. The salty segment will never go away. Uh, like I've always said. This podcast is about genuine reactions and things of that nature. My salty segment would have been the Bucks game, but I was not emotionally invested, unfortunately. Okay. The salty segment is not gone. I think it's been a week or two since I did it. Uh, 
But listen, it'll be back. I'm going to find something. I'm a grumpy ass old man. I will find something to be fucking mad about. Trust me, okay? So we're going to get into these games here. I'm going to go over the first three days of the season, 22nd, 23rd, Christmas. Very interesting games, honestly. So I guess I'll give winners. I really don't give a fuck who wins. I'm just very excited. Uh, we got the Warriors-Nets. The first, this is opening night. Warriors-Nets, Clippers-Lakers. Next day, Bucks-Celtics, Mavericks-Suns. Okay, that's how I'm going to go over because the Christmas Day line is long as fuck. I'm not going to go over 10 games at once here. So we got Kevin Durant playing his former team, the Warriors, who it kind of sucks because they're not really fully healthy. Obviously, they don't have Klay Thompson. And people forget, man, this Warriors team probably won't be that good. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news here. Let's not act like they didn't have all G League people on their roster. I'll tell you all this, man. I have, once again, the Heat did this. This is what happens when you build a super team. And then one, they just leave. Like Kevin Durant left, LeBron left. You got to deal with having literally no depth. One injury could ruin your entire season. I think Clay Thompson's injury may ruin their entire season. I will say this is going to help James Wiseman probably become a way better scorer than NBA. But I also believe where is their shooting coming from? They have no shooting. You know what I mean? That's the that's what makes this functional. But I also I respect Steve Kerr more than most people do. I think a lot of, uh, I won't say like amateur fans, whatever, like casual fans of the NBA, because I think people watch the NBA a lot. Um, But I I don't think they watch it on a nightly basis like I do. Even if the Heat aren't playing, I'm going to find a game to watch, you know. Uh, I believe Steve Kerr is a mastermind uh, on offense um, and defense too, but uh, Mike Brown is really his defensive coordinator per se. And Mike Brown, people forget how good LeBron's teams were on defense. It's because of Mike Brown. He's a very good defensive coach. So I don't know. It's a it's going to be a great coach versus a rookie coach. And I think that Steve Nash really. Um, we'll have to see. I'm not going to make assumptions. He seems like a dude that's just like cool with the players, but won't have a lot of adjustments. He's going to fucking dribble the pick and roll to death, you know? Uh, I don't think Steve or Steve Nash, I'm going to say Steve Kerr, Steve Nash has a system system in place. It's going to be what Mike D'Antoni kind of sets up, the basis of the system. So it's going to be a lot of KD and Kyrie dribble, 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 shoot, which am I opposed to? No, but I guarantee you Karis LeVert will be opposed to it. Joe Harris will be opposed to it. You know what I mean? So that game will be fun to watch. I think the Nets win that game, though, uh, pretty handily, if you want to be honest. I want to see what KD looks like because I have this thing. I'm going to hate you if you affect LeBron's legacy, really, unless you're a Heat player. Uh, And I didn't like Steph Curry, and I didn't like KD. I think KD way more than Steph Curry I hated because it ruined the excitement of the basketball season. Like, you knew whoever – do you know how funny it is that to me LeBron is the only player ever, uh, Michael Jordan included, obviously, like uh, him and Michael Jordan, I should say, not Michael Jordan included with ever. He's probably the only, him and Michael Jordan are probably the only players to ever play where when you're predicting a series versus that loaded of a roster, you say, but but the Cavs or the Bulls have that guy. He gives them a chance. I feel like if KD 
if KD and LeBron flip-flop, you don't go, well, they have a chance because they have KD. And KD has been unanimously unanimously been called the best or the second best player for a long time. You know? So I think KD's a pussy. Uh, <laughs> I think he's very I think KD is the greatest scorer in my lifetime. Yeah, that's with Kobe included. Don't care what y'all say. KD is easily the best score in my mind. Uh, and I found this document. I'm about to click on it. I found this document when I was looking for my fantasy football speech uh, that I wrote out. <laughs> it's called Goat Tweets. And there's sports tweets that I made when I was hammered uh, two, three years ago. Y'all want to hear this shit? I'm about to read it. This is insane. This is, I have LeBron stats and I have uh, KD stats. It's only four tweets. Braun has played against the Spurs three times, the Warriors three times. Six out of his eight finals appearances have been against the best franchise in sports, or the best franchise the sport has ever seen the last 20 years and the greatest team ever assembled. Plus KD, Harden, and Westbrook on the same team. NBA finals record my ass. You can tell me you're drunk writing this. KD is a better scorer than Kobe, and it isn't close. L-O-L. Kobe fans are the guys that say stats don't matter. That is a fact, and that pisses me off. KD averages the same numbers at a much, and I mean much, higher clip than Kobe does. Kobe shooting 45% was an anomaly in his career. KD shoots 12 to 15 jumpers from 18 to 27 feet, 50% in his sleep. That's a good that's a good tweet right there. I'm just saying. KD's a better scorer than Kobe and isn't close. Kobe oh I, this is the same shit. Oh, and then the next one had the same shit. And I put born in 1995, motherfucker, don't add me. <laughs> and then this one, last one, guys. LBJ has 12 of the 18 team assists, shoots 10 out of the team's 17 free throws. He scores 42 points. And his next three, his three next top scores have 41 combined points and makes as many three-pointers as the nine other guys that played last night combined. I'm here for facts, not a narrative. Well, that was a whole lot to handle. I just had a fucking aneurysm and a brain tumor grew out the side of my ear. Alrighty. So anyways, had to read that out. But yeah. Clippers, Lakers, they did this. This is the next game. I'm just going to throw those tweets in the trash. <laughs> this next game, Clippers, Lakers, they're doing this to piss them off. The Clippers crumbled under a 3-1 deficit when they were up by 17 with three minutes left in the third quarter. Um, Kawhi Leonard taunting LeBron and commercials and things of that nature. Uh, but, yeah, it is what it is. He's an idiot. And Kawhi didn't get enough uh, – to me, he didn't get shit on enough for his choke job too. People act like he didn't shoot like 30% the last game of the season. Like, I'm not a Paul George fan. It's like I called him playoff piss. Uh, but – and then he has the audacity. Paul George has the audacity to go on a radio or uh, all this smoke interview, one of the best – one of my favorite podcasts with Matt Barnes and uh, Steven Jackson – the thing I don't like about it is because they try to act like they're like way too real for the NBA. I'm way too real. And y'all ain't going to believe this, but like, no, like I believe you. Like I understand how it works, but you're not the people. They act like they're the first to say things all the time, but, uh, and keep it real. 
But Clippers, Lakers, Paul George had the audacity to go in there and say he used them like J.J. Redick. No, they did not. No, they did not. And if he knows that's not true. They did not just pin down for him. They pinned down for him because he probably needed some help getting open. Like, no shit, bro. They're going to run a pin down screen. And for shooters, a pin down screen is used to get open shots like for Duncan Robinson. A pin down screen for a superstar gives you three pass to score. A jumper, a fucking dribble to the hole, and then a fucking iso. What are you talking about, you fucking clown? And then if you come off the fucking uh, the pin down, the screener can come screen for you. Get a fucking pick and roll going. He's acting like he had no options in the offense. Hilarious. Even though I said this, though, Doc Rivers did kind of fuck him because they didn't have any adjustments. He was speaking facts on that. There was really, it's like, whatever we have is just not going to work. Like, we don't care. Like, like Doc Rivers was like, we have a better team than y'all. But they didn't. I, I don't think they, like I said, I think there's a lot of overrated pieces to that Clippers team. And I don't think Patrick Beverly is that good, and he's an Arkansas player. Like, I really don't think he's good at all. What can he, don't say, he, I don't even think he's made but one all-defensive team. He didn't make an all-defensive team on a team that had th- who supposedly had three of the best defenders in the league. He didn't make an all-defensive team. What are we talking about? Patrick Beverly is a little barking chihuahua. Um, but yeah, those games should be interesting. I think the Lakers are going to whoop their ass. Who knows, though? We know LeBron's going to come out, and he may shoot 30%, and everybody's like, Oh, we told y'all if they matched up, this team is meant to beat the Clippers, the Lakers. Ooh, the LeBron stopper, Kawhi. Like, all right, that's that, keep thinking that. He does give him a hard time, but people act like Kawhi Leonard isn't one of the greatest defenders of all time. Gary Payton gave fucking Jordan trouble too. Like, fuck. Everybody has, like, one guy that fucks, like, they can't do anything on. All right? It's just that's how the that's how life works. All right. That's how it works. And most of them are like the most elite players, like elite defenders ever. Mostly when it comes to a superstar. No shit. Like Tony Allen when he was clamping Kobe. Like no shit. It's Tony Allen. This dude was clamping Steph Curry at like 35, holding up one, talking about I should have made first team all defense. It's hilarious. All right. The next day, Bucks versus Celtics and the Mavericks versus the Suns. Can't wait for the Mavericks and Suns game. I'm putting every cent, penny, and dollar I have um, on the over on that game. I will put, I am not joking, I will put $100 on the over of the Mavericks and Suns game. I'm not fucking kidding. Uh, That's going to be an interesting game. I feel like the Mavericks are going to win. They're just a better team, in my opinion. I hope fucking Porzingis is fully healthy and stays healthy. That's the thing. I don't care about you being healthy. Uh, just a little bit. I want you to stay healthy, man. All these players. I hate injuries in pro sports. I wish they were fucking robots, you know? I wish that... I don't know. I would just wish people didn't get injured like that. Because I want to know what their careers would be. Even a guy like D-Wade. Um, I'm going to have a D-Wade pod eventually. Um, I think what I was going to do was wait till episode like 35 36 the age that he retired at and then do the d-wade appreciation podcast because i think my friends know i love d-wade but they don't like they don't know how much i love d-wade 
Like he is like my, like I could do a Darren McFadden thing too. Like people are like, how the fuck do you know anything about Darren McFadden? Like those two are my sports heroes, idols, if you will. Like for real sports heroes, bro. It's insane. Um, but yeah, should be interesting. Bucks Celtics is what it is. It's going to be a Bucks and Celtics game. It's going to be fucking close. It's going to be fun to watch. And we'll see what happens in that game. Like I said, we're going to see if Jalen Brown goes off or not. Um, see how Drew Holiday fits in that new system, per se, new team. Should look kind of good to me. Uh, there's a lot of guys that you can just plug in. I think Drew Holiday is one of those. So Christmas Day. This is when things get really tricky. We got Pelicans Heat. I don't know why we're playing them. Warriors, Bucks, Nets, Celtics, Mavs, Lakers, and Clips and Nugs. Dear God, the hostility. Um, Pel- Pelicans versus the Heat. Uh, oh, and I'll give my Heat expectations just really quickly. I, I expect a huge improvement from Tyler Hero. And he was already very good. I think he's going to become a more efficient scorer. I hope he's been in the weight room. He needs to gain so much weight. He's so little, man. That dude is so little. Like, and the thing is, is that when you're that little, they don't give you that many calls on the drives. Like, Steph Curry is pretty skinny still, you know? But Tyler Hero is smaller than him. And Steph Curry doesn't get really a lot of love from the refs on your drives and shit like that. So he's got he's to bulk up a little bit. I think Duncan Robinson comes back with more ways to score, more ways to get a shot off. It's not a – it's going to be – our offense is going to look so different this year with him being known and him getting to the finals because they know they have to guard that guy the whole fucking game. They have to glue him or he will murder them. He will end a game by himself, you know. I think Jimmy's going to be Jimmy. Um, my fear is that Jimmy has been ran into the ground over before he came to us in his career. And I, I can, oh, I don't want to say it, but knocking on wood, I can feel a injury coming with Jimmy, which kind of sucks. Um, but I think he's going to have, uh, he's going to get hurt this year. And I, I don't like, and you're like, what, what? And I'm not saying it's to have an excuse. I think even if Jimmy gets hurt, we're going to be totally fine to make the playoffs. So I'm not really worried about that. But it's just one of those things that guys like Jimmy Butler, who overwork early in their career, like D-Wade, start to have tic-tac injuries throughout the year. Um, and he even – Jimmy used to play 82 games every year no matter what. And then he hit 31 like he did – or 30 years old last year. And you saw what happened. Jimmy Butler sitting out with a toe injury. I He had to have lost his fucking toe. Like his, he has nine toes – or nine, nine toes now, yeah. I was going to say nine fingers on – for his feet, <laughs> his, his his feet fingers. God damn! Sometimes I'm so stupid. Um, but yeah, I I expect the same from us this year, man. I there is no reason to think that we cannot get back to the finals. Why would you think that? Why would you think that we couldn't get to the finals? Because who were the who were the best teams in the East that we did not beat? The fucking Nets. If you named your top five teams. The 76ers shitted the bed last year. We're still there. The Nets are coming up because we don't know what KD is, though, and they weren't this team last year, and we beat the Bucks and the Celtics. Those are the best teams in the East. 
So there is no reason for me to think that we won't get back to the finals or at least the Eastern Conference finals against the Nets, you know? And I also think the 76ers match up so well with the fucking Nets. It's ridiculous. That'll be very interesting. But Warriors, Bucks, I think the Bucks blow them out. I just, man, like I said, the Warriors, I think Steph Curry's so good they might make the playoffs. But we're going to see they don't have a lot of shooting, man. They may get like 46 wins, 45 wins. I think the Blazers are going to be a better team than the Warriors this year. Um, Nets, Celtics, that'll be a fun ISO ball series. Or uh, ISO ball game. Think about it in playoff terms. That'll be a fun dribble, dribble, shoot game. I'll tell you that. Jason Tatum versus uh, uh, Kevin Durant. Jalen Brown versus Kevin Durant. And then Kimba versus Kyrie. It's a bunch of offense over there. Uh, Mavericks versus Lakers. We know what Luke and Braun do when they see each other. We know that. That's his basketball hero. And LeBron makes it a point. I'll never forget that 76ers game. They were down by like 20 when he played for the Cavs. They were down by like 20, and he's playing Ben Simmons. And it just became this thing that I realized that LeBron, you have to – it is so true. Like it's so cliche, but it's so true. The all-time greats find little things to motivate them. And for LeBron, some most of the time it's playing the dude that everybody says can be him or is the next best player. He sees Ben Simmons, He and it's always players that he also respects their skill and how good they are. It's Ben Simmons, it's Giannis, it's Luka. I mean, that first game, uh, LeBron versus Luka, was one of the – it was easily to me, I believe, out of just pure memory, that I remember a lot of that game where him and LeBron were just going back and forth, back and forth. They didn't call the grab on Seth Curry and Danny Green hit the shot. You know what I mean? Like, that game was insane. They both put up like 30, 40-point triple doubles or some shit. That was nuts. So that game's going to be awesome. Uh, two of the top five players in the league going at it. And Porzingis versus fucking AD, two unicorns. Amazing. And then Clippers Nuggets. I expect a lot of hostility, and I bet uh, playoff piss plays well because it's the regular season, and that's what he does, man. So um, I haven't decided the song of the week, but I'm about to start putting it at the end of the podcast as well. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. Um, I'm probably going to put another St. John track on. He's gotten so big, and I've been a day one fan. I'm I'm really into hip-hop music, like I've said before. I'm still that dude that searches for new artists all the time, but I've been a day one fan of his. It was insane watching him perform on Roy Jones versus Tyson. So, but yeah, man, I hope y'all enjoy the pod. Um, next podcast, I believe today's Thursday. So, oh shit, there's a football game on tonight. Well, goddamn, I'll watch some football tonight. I'm gonna watch some football. I'm off again tomorrow because of my knee. Um, shit, who knows? I may start making. I'm about to start. Okay, let me finish this statement because it did not come out well. I think I'm going to start posting YouTube content. I'm about to record this podcast on YouTube and post it there as well. Um, make some fake accounts and follow myself. Take myself look cool, okay? So, yeah, man. Just know this. I love y'all. Thank you for all of your support. It's fucking awesome. By the way, uh, major announcement. Not really, but really... You guys have listened so much that I reached my max money limit last month, bro. I actually made the whole $15, and that never happened before. I was making like $2, $6. 
But last month in November, off uh, all that shit, all the views I was getting, I made fucking 15 bucks. So I just want to thank y'all for that, and I love y'all, man. So y'all keep microphone went out but yes guys thank you guys so much i love you all bb king freestyle is the song of the day it's not a week i'm doing a song every fucking episode put y'all on some bangers so y'all enjoy wayne's verse man thank y'all so much man pod got out dose mm-hmm. everyone got their glass out let's drink too easy every nigga that stand me down just came to see me chopping up a little cash cow that steak i'm eating Check deposits, high rises with extra closets. The sex platonic, I talk intelligent, taxi bionics. The electronic guitars whining, that's just Nirvana. Tommy gun on the counter, I call it Mr. Thomas. Daddy keep niggas honest, I'm dozing off in the driver's seat, cause the seat get massages.